The Urban Lore Podcast is brought to you by Objets Etrangers. Objets Etrangers is a fine arts gallery located in the Los Patios Shopping Center in San Antonio, Texas. All of the profits from the gallery benefit the Pilot House Sober Living Program. To find out more, go to pilothouserecovery.com. Welcome back to the Urban Lore Podcast. I'm your host, Tom Castaños. Doppelganger. That's a fun word. It's only come into the consciousness of society in the current definition that we're familiar with in the 1800s. Doppelganger literally refers to, in most people's mind, as a lookalike or maybe a soundalike. Maybe that guy at the stop-and-go looks just like Elvis. Or the guy at Best Buy sings like whomever. You get the idea. A lot of people believe that we all, in fact, have a doppelganger. And it's not necessarily a paranormal experience. It's just some, we'll call it a rift in the time-space continuum that someone looks just as we do. But there are also many cultures around the world that will associate the doppelganger with something um, less than friendly, something potentially demonic. There are many stories of someone hearing their own voice calling them into a dark room. That would have to be more than just a little bit unnerving. I rarely bother you with my own experiences because I think that's kind of self-serving. But I will add one this time. I had a remarkable doppelganger experience back in the 1980s. I was a young man in my first job right out of high school um, as a delivery boy, delivering flowers for a local florist. I look at my daughter and kids today and think how remarkably mature they look at a young age. And then I look at my own high school yearbook and realize, not so much for us. I will attest that when I was 18 years old, I didn't look a day over 18 years old and possibly even younger. Dressed for success in my best Iron Maiden concert t-shirt. This is the 80s, so it's the kind of three-quarter sleeve baseball t-shirt. Jeans and likely some Converse tennis shoes. I'm delivering flowers all over the city. Happy anniversary. Taking them to work for anniversaries. Um, Birthday greetings. And then, of course, you also did funeral homes and hospitals. Get well. Lots of hospitals. This one particular hospital, this hot South Texas summer, uh, I would stop at maybe three times a week. I want to also add to the description that I gave you of the concert t-shirt and jeans. I also had long, straight, shoulder-length hair parted down the middle. Again, I 
I will save you from any further explanation. Just understand, I looked like a goofy 1980s 18-year-old. And as I'm walking through the lobby of this particular hospital, I hear behind me, Dr. Max, Dr. Max, Dr. Max. And it gets louder and louder until a person puts their hand on my shoulder. I'd already delivered the flowers, so I didn't have anything in hand. I turn around to face them with my goofy, half-can't-really-grow-a-mustache mustache, and all the attire that I told you about earlier. And they went on to tell me to continue to speak to me as if I were Dr. Max. Uh, Dr. Max, do you think we're going to be able to discharge the patient in 2103 today? And I, I think I probably looked more dumbfounded than I felt that they were. And I don't even remember being able to really utter much of a, I'm not him or something like that. And then they looked at me as though the words coming out of my mouth still didn't compute with the image that was standing in front of them. With a very dejected look, the individual walked away. Not with the look of, man, did I mistake somebody's identity, more with the appearance of, why didn't Dr. Max uh, respond to me? Well, that's strange enough, and maybe you could suggest people were drinking on the job, but it happened no less than three more times that summer from three other individuals, all hospital staff, all mistaking me for this infamous Dr. Max, maybe the original Doogie Hauser for, if you don't know who that is, it's a show about a kid who became a doctor. And each time, there was no recognition of any mistake that they made. There was more this abject confusion that things weren't as they seemed. Now, I want to point out, this is long before the internet. I didn't get the opportunity to run home and Google Dr. Max and look up to find a picture of what must have been the most remarkably goofy-looking adult, poorly-dressed doctor wandering through a hospital. I inquired a couple of times, but no one seemed to know who he was. And I honestly, I didn't dig into it that much. I was probably more shocked then I was curious. But I have no explanation for it. And doppelganger-type stories like these pop up all the time. So what is it? Is it someone that has created an image in their mind of what they want to see, and for some reason, something in our demeanor, something in the tone of our voice, something in just the random time and place in space allows them to paint an image that's not actually there. We accept that people imagine things all the time, but I think we tend to think of those things that are imagined as being somewhat static and that we're not the object. Last but not least, I'll suggest that maybe it's more than just a little egotistical for me to suggest that Dr. Max is my doppelganger. Maybe I'm his. I guess that doppelganger road can go two ways. 
If you and any of your doubles like spooky stories, strange ideas, and legends, certainly pass on our information to all your doppelgangers and tell them about the Urban Lore Podcast. You can find us on all the major podcast apps. You can also contact us at urbanlorepodcast at gmail.com, all one word, urbanlorepodcast, or follow us on Twitter at urbanlorepod. For the Urban Lore Podcast, I'm the one and only Tom Castaños. <laughs>